roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Good morning. Welcome to today's broadcast, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Christ said that uh, if you have a hundred sheep and one is lost, the principle with Christ is he would leave the 99 who are safe and go and find the one that is lost. And within uh, the churches of God, many who have been in assemblies in years past have been hurt, and they have left the assemblies. And it's not that they would leave the assembly so much. It would be that not did they just not only did they leave the assembly but they left Christ. Well, you can leave an assembly, but that doesn't mean when you leave, you're going to leave Christ behind. No. It's impossible to do. Christ is with you till the end of the age. He's with the churches till the end of the age. And if an individual is born again, Christ, no matter where that individual goes, Christ is with that person because Christ is is the Lord Jesus Christ is inside. He is the Holy Spirit alive in your spirit. So even if you go to hell, He will be with you. And you won't go to hell. In Today, in all the family of God, internationally, I'll focus on the family of God within America. Many in the family of God have left Christ. Many have been offended by Christ and have left. The sayings of Christ are very difficult. They're very narrow. And many people, they it's too, it, it, they can't grasp following Christ their whole lives because it is a difficult um, life. The a, a Christian, it is the hardest. I mean, you can train for the Olympics. I've talked about this before. That is tough. It is difficult. It is time-consuming. You have to pay a price. 
that is not the most difficult um, thing you could ever do. To be a faithful follower of the Lord Jesus, that can be difficult. It is difficult, but it is the most rewarding experience a human being could ever have. Because in the following Christ through his teachings, you change. You become what you were naturally. You begin to change and you begin to turn away from your fallen nature and what you are and what you were. And Christ begins to lead you into a relationship with him and an experience of life that is so uh, exhilarating you can never imagine. I gave my life to the Lord. I gave, consecrated my life to Christ when I was 25 years old. And I knew this would be a lifelong walk. I knew that no matter what the future would hold, Christ would be with me. I have gone, uh, had ups and downs and times where uh, without the Lord Jesus, uh, in, in there were just briefly five times in my life where I should have uh, gone to the grave. And because of the mercy of God, I'm still here. And I know this is many of your experience. Many of you have experienced the same thing. Things there are no there are things that happen in your life, and there is no reason. There is no way without the hand of God that you would be alive today. But you're alive today because, in God's plan, for you individually. God had a an objective. And in that objective and that plan that he designed for you, he is responsible to make sure that no matter what difficulties come in your life, sickness, any hardships, that you will, through his mercy, that you continue to live, you continue to exist. This is the time in the world we i am convinced through my studies by watching the events taking place in the world the news that we are in roughly the last decade prior to the second coming of god's messiah to the jewish people he would be coming the first time but to those who are born again in the seven churches of God internationally, Christ has already come as Messiah. He died. He raised from the dead. And he lives eternally. And in his eternal plan, he has brought through rebirth, regeneration, being born again, the experience of Christ living in you, he has brought into existence a family a family of individuals, Jewish and Gentile, who have the very God of the universe living inside them. And 
deep in the, the spirit of man, deep within, Christ resides. He can never leave. You cannot, you cannot uh, kick him out. You cannot, uh, uh, I don't want to be graphic, you can't cut him out. He is there, and you, he is with you always. With every living thing, you can take a pine tree, take a pine cone, bury it, and what will come forth is life. In its infancy, that tree will begin just as they sprout, basically, and the purpose of the life in that seed is to bring forth a mature tree with a with a uh, cattle you have a calf that calf grows it's it's just the nature of life and with all life the objective with everything created in the natural world is growth to grow to mature exactly the same principle with every individual that is born again, is not to remain a child, not to remain young, but it is to it is to mature. And in the maturing, as you mature, uh, you begin to express the all that God is, His goodness, His kindness, His tenderness. To you, you begin to express that to others. You begin to pick up the virtues, virtues of a holy God. Kindness, you know, you're gentle. Without Christ, you're going to be just the opposite. You're going to be a tyrant. The purpose of the Christ meeting you is to mature you. Now, going to a deeper um, plan that God had. He has an eternal plan. And the eternal plan is to have His children mature to become, they are initially priests. We are all, every one of us, we are a priest to the Most High God. And as priests, we have the duty to bring man, our people around us, our families, our friends, through prayer, we are to bring these individuals that don't know God, that don't know Christ, that are lost in the world, that are going to hell. We have the power through prayer to bring these individuals into God's presence, whether they know it or not, to pray them before God, to bring them before God, to petition God on their behalf that they might meet Christ before they leave this earth, before their last breath. We have the power through prayer to bring mankind simply before God, make our request that God would be merciful to these individuals. I have many, many, many friends, and I love them. And my, I, I just pray for them uh, as, as you know I can't pray all at once but as I'm going through a day and I think of somebody I just begin to pray for them 
I pray that God be with them. Other Christians that know the Lord that are going through difficulties as going through the day, I'll think of them and their hardship, the difficulty they're going through. And I just bring that difficulty and hardship and that individual to Christ and ask the Lord to help them. We're priests. We're priests. We are the royal priesthood of God. On earth, there is a royal priesthood. And we are the priests. We are a royal, royal priesthood. We are not common. We are not a base. We are uncommon. We are different because we have access to the God of heaven to petition for people to make requests on their behalf. They may not know how to pray. They don't know what to pray. Even if they did know what they needed, sometimes you just have to call out to God, but we can bring people to God. And part of the priesthood is to bring God and the knowledge of God to mankind. For example, the plan and objective of God was simply to give hope to mankind by giving and offering mankind eternal life. This is what Christ offered the men and, and the crowds when he was here. <coughs> he offered the hope of eternal life. With all of the religions of the world, non-Christian, non-Judeo-Christian world, Buddhism did not offer eternal life. It offered a way to exist during time, to be in harmony with, with the world, with the cosmos, with the universe. Hinduism did not offer eternal life. It offered, uh, after death, another chance. After death, a second time, another chance. The scripture says it is appointed once in Hebrews, one time we live, one time, then we die. And then we wait for judgment. Then you have with uh, Islam, they don't offer eternal life. The only one who ever stated, all who come to me, I will give them eternal life, was Jesus Christ. Yeshua, Jesus. He presented something to mankind at that time which they couldn't comprehend. He had the ability to give man who would believe in him eternal life. This was unheard of. With all the religions, they offer a quality of life. They offer, in this lifetime, they offer uh, everything but eternal life. Harmony with the world, with the universe, with the gods, the other gods that are invisible, but they do not offer eternal life. Only Jesus Christ. 
He is the only person ever to simply say, whoever believes in me will not perish, but they will have life eternal. Your physical body will die, but after that, your, your soul eternally will live in the presence of God, in the protection of God for eternity. This is what we are to do. We bring the who God is, the knowledge of God, to mankind. Mankind has no hope apart really from Christ, period, simply. No hope. They die. There's no hope for death unless you can offer them eternal life. There's no hope unless you can reveal to individuals, people, what the Bible says about the children of God who receive Christ, who have been godly. They have hope, eternal hope. We bring man to God. We bring God to man. We are a royal priesthood. Then also, God has an eternal plan. And that eternal plan is through this family. There is a warfare in the time in which we live. And you know instinctively there is a spiritual war taking place in the world. You know that there are powers that are directing powerful individuals on this earth and these powerful individuals are not uh, looking at their all that they do is not uh, is in the interests of of man they are not looking out after our interests they are selfish their interests is all they care about what they want. And because of that, the whole world suffers. Mankind in general suffer. The internationally, and God's eternal plan is to have in the family of God, there will be the faithful. And it will be the faithful people in the family of God that will represent God as God and even bring through prayer and through supernatural abilities uh, through, through giftings just like Moses. Moses was told to go to Pharaoh and told Pharaoh if you don't let the children of Israel go this will happen. And then Pharaoh would uh, change his mind. Another calamity would come. Pharaoh would change. His heart would be hardened. Another calamity. Well, in the eternal purpose of God, there has to be a judgment of the initial rebellion of Lucifer. And that rebellion, for we don't know how many eons, Pardon me. There's going to be a 
righteous judgment on the forces of darkness. And we are part of God's plan to God ultimately is the one who will judge perfectly, but we in the body of Christ, there will be those who are to announce to the world the punishments that are coming from God to the ungodly. That's part of the eternal purpose of God, but the eternal purpose of God is to destroy and bring complete, perfect judgment to Lucifer, the fallen angels, the demons, and all those who would rebel against the God of heaven. And then, once that judgment takes place, then eternity begins. Time ends, eternity begins. <coughs> Pardon me. Now, I'm going to read beginning out of Amos. In the Old Testament, the uh, prophets, or there were watchmen on the wall, and the tool, the greatest tool that the watchmen had was not a sword, a spear, but a shofar. This was the tool of the prophets of old, of the watchmen. They had a tool, and when they would blow it, it would warn the people of coming danger. That is a type, the shofar of old, that was used in the Old Testament times. The re reality in our day, today, the reality of a shofar, a, an instrument to warn, is or are the shofar today, presently, the prophets of God that God has been maturing in the world openly to a degree and more to a greater degree hidden. The prophets are the shofar of God in the world today. Not a ram's horn, but an individual that has been trained by God himself with the message each prophet has a message given to that individual and that message is for <coughs> pardon me and that message is exact for a nation for a region for a locality there's a message that each prophet called by God, and there are many who are prophetic, and every Christian is prophetic. We are all, we all have intuition, and not everyone has to stand uh, before an audience and present something from God. We may be in a micro world in a small world. But nevertheless, we have great authority, we have great power, we have a message 
to wherever Christ has placed us, men and women. There is an order. The individual that is giving the prophetic words, these words must be tested. And many times, uh, children are testing the words of other children. You need someone that has maturity, that has had experience, to test prophetic words. The shofar, God is now directing the, I will say, the individuals that have, (coughs) oh, excuse me, that have greater prophetic ability. They are instructed to present to the world what is happening and to encourage the younger prophetic people to be righteous, to be holy, and to teach, to direct them as needed. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Bucky here. You know, most people think the paint on their home is just to look pretty. Well, it actually does serve a very specific function. It's much like the enamel on your teeth. It is there to provide the first layer of defense to keep your trim and siding boards intact and protect them from water penetrations, rotting, and deteriorating. So don't let a cavity turn into a root canal that's going to be much more expensive and need paint anyways. Just give me a call, 970-825-9305. Home Shield Integrity, unmatched service, unmatched quality, 970-825-9305. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head? 
or a poke in the eye, call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Okay, uh, because we have a three-hour program, you're going to probably want to go to podcast. And that podcasts are on 1360khnc.com, podcast section to the Olive Tree program. The programs are streamed at all times. So my contact information is... Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. 80502, again, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado. And with the matter of the prophets, the shofars, this is the reality of the shofar. The shofar is just an instrument. But it was used to warn the children of Israel of danger. The prophets that walk on two legs today, that are born again, these are these are individuals are the shofar of God in the world today. These individuals are the ones that are to warn the children of God of what is coming. Now, the true prophets must know the eschatology. They must know what the scripture says about the end of the world, about the, not the end of the world as far as the whole world being destroyed, but the end of the cosmos, the time where Satan's rule is coming to an end. The prophets that are saying in the land today, the prophets that are saying that Christ is afar off. He is not near. He's not coming. The prophets that are saying, well, there is no way to prove that Christ's coming is near. Prophets that are saying that it's going to be well, that uh, America is not going to suffer any type of judgment. Well, I'll tell you right now, America is suffering judgment from the hand of God already. One of the judgments that would come to an end-time nation, an empire, a great nation, would be the judgment of being invaded by the nations. And these people that are coming in and invading the nation don't have to have guns. They're just 
coming into the nation and destroying the culture, taking the resources, the finances. This is a judgment of God that Jeremiah said would come to an end of the world nation. Uh, the prophets in the land, in the world, that say, and the pastors that say that America is not in the Bible. This is, they are blind, they are deceived, and they don't know the scripture. Once Israel became a nation in 1948, every, uh, the nations of the world would be identified. And there's one nation that the pastors say there is America is not in the Bible. America is in the Bible. There's only one major nation that Israel has conducted negotiations with to protect Israel up to the present from the surrounding nations and from other nations. And it is America. The prophets of the land must know Bible prophecy. True prophets of the land must be clear on the importance of the teachings of Christ, of doctrine. Prophets of the land, true prophets, must be righteous. This is a condition that God never departed or deviated from this position of his prophets in the Old Testament being righteous. It was a something that qualified them in their, in their ministries, in their areas where they were to oversee. They were righteous. Anyone that's listening to the program today if you have prophetic ability, you may be gifted. You may be able to uh, give people words of knowledge. You may be able to heal. You may have all these supernatural abilities. But if you are unrighteous, that doesn't matter. God is still going to allow you to use those giftings. But you in a sense, are, are hindering God giving you more, more, um, you're going to be limited. God, the pattern with the prophets of, of the Old Testament and the apostles in the New Testament who were prophets that were born again, they had to be righteous. Secondly, they had to be holy. Revelation chapter 18, I think it's verse 20. In this end time, great, great empire, nation, Babylon the Great, the holy apostles and the holy prophets are going to be martyred. They will be killed. And it quali the qualification holy apostles, holy prophets. 
period. I know many, many prophetic people. I know many and have worked with many men that have been given great giftings intellectually in every other way, insight into God's Word. But they never reached their full potential because they were not honest. They had motives that were not right. They felt that because of their great abilities, they could neglect matters of righteousness, matters of holiness. They felt that they, they because of their great ability, they could, uh, you know, skip any kind of punishment from God because, well, they are some something and they are somebody. No, that's not true. One of the things that the Holy Spirit will do with me, things that I could get away with, young, when I, years ago when I was younger, I just would, you know, I, there were things that, uh, well, I, I mean, I wasn't a thief or anything like that, but um, I can't think of anything. Boy, that's interesting. But the Lord doesn't let me slide on anything. He doesn't let me deviate on anything. Like, like for instance, with doctrine. If I know a scripture, and I know the truth of that scripture, I have to present that truth of the scripture. I know that the scriptures of the time in which we live, we are at the end of the world. We're at the end of the time of Satan's rule. We are coming to the end. The great wall that mankind is going to hit is up the roadways. The, the world as we know it is never going to revert back to what it was two years ago. It's never going to, we're never going to, uh, there are too many perplexities, conundrums. Christ said that there would come a time when there would be perplexities. And he said this in the book of Luke, chapter twenty, chapter twenty-one, verse twenty-five. Perplexities, a time when there be no solutions. What's the solution to the COVID nineteen? What is the truth about COVID nineteen? What is the truth about the vaccinations? The truth about the the swabs up your nose. What is the truth? about the war in Ukraine with Russia. What is the truth about these things? Things are never going to be like they were. And the prophets of God, they know and they see the time, they see the signs of the time, and they they, they speak their warning to the body of Christ and to the world as God directs them. But if anybody that has prophetic ability, if they're unfaithful to the vision, to the insight that God has given them, if they're unfaithful to that, incrementally, uh, God begins to pull them away from areas of... Uh, he, he won't allow them well, the thing is this. He allows them to go their own way 
and their own way destroys them. And their own their way will destroy people around them also. Now in Amos chapter 3. Now this was to the children of Israel. And God was hard on them. But this is also a message to the body of Christ in the world today. Israel was given responsibility. We have been given responsibility. And the responsibility that Israel was given, God never uh, released them from that responsibility. We in the churches will never be released from the responsibility that God has given us. We have the Holy Spirit within us. Amos chapter 3, verse 1. Listen to the word the Lord has spoken against you. In the church, churches today, God is speaking a word against the churches. One, something I have covered in the past, is the matter of apostasy. Moving away intentionally from the presence of God. Moving away intentionally from the plans of God for your lives. The Lord has spoken against you, you children in the body of Christ, against the whole family that is in the body of Christ that God brought out of Egypt. God brought you out of the world. You were born again. He has called you out of the world, out of Egypt, just like the children of Israel. And then Christ says that in the last 2,000 years, we in the body of Christ We've been, I'll read to what he says to Israel, then I'll, I'll go ahead and go from there. I have chosen, I have selected for a special relationship, only you, Israel, out of the families of the earth. So I will punish you for all your sins. In the last 2,000 years, Israel, God brought a blindness upon the children of Israel. That blindness exists to this day. God still keeps them. They are His elect. His promises are still with them. But on the night of resurrection, the born-again experience, the church age began. And for the last 2,000 years, we have been in the churches selected for a special relationship with Christ out of the people in the world. We have been given a responsibility in the churches. We were to go into the nations, preach the gospel of the kingdom, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We were given duties. We were asked to accomplish something on behalf of Christ and the kingdom of heaven. Because we've been, uh, many have never followed through with those orders. We were given orders, but we didn't take, we took things lightly. God says, I will punish you for your sins. This is the children of, of God, the born again people. Then he says in verse three, two people will not, they cannot walk together unless they have agreed to walk together firstly and set 
an objective, a destination, and then move in that direction. If you can't, two people, if you put two people together, one person wants to go south, another person wants to go north, they have to agree on initially which direction to go, then with the direction they decide to go, what is the objective? Remember the Apostle Paul. He would set himself in his heart. He would purpose to go to Antioch or to go here or to go there. And anybody that went with him had to be in agreement because the purpose was to further the gospel of Christ. Well, today, the prophets... What is the purpose of the prophetic the, the prophetic people today? Is it to tell the children of God that everything's going to be okay? I don't think so. We are at the end of the world. The true prophets of God are warning the children of God that you need to turn from your sins your idolatry to everything that is keeping you from maturing and growing in Christ. Because hard times are coming. And if you happen to, let's say, you inherit a uh, vast sum of money, if you know that we are really within about a decade of Christ's return, your attitude and your what you decide to do with that income is going to change. You're not going to go build a little palace somewhere. You're actually, it should, if, it, if I were to inherit a, grass, a, a great sum of money, I'll tell you what would happen to me. I would begin to tremble because I know I know I don't have the wisdom that I would need and I would be in fear and trembling that I would begin to make decisions that uh, might not be of God. So what I would do is probably just do nothing and pray. Then I would pray some more and then I would pray more. If we're in the last decade... $10 $10 million, what am I going to do with that? So this is why with vision, without vision, my people perish. And this is what God's people need more than anything today. Vision is more powerful than $10 million. Rick Rodriguez. Hi, I'm Anita McAllister, your senior specialist. Are you turning 65? Know someone who is? The best time to learn about Medicare is three months before you turn 65. Call me at 970-515-6882 to start planning. Don't make the mistake of waiting too long. There are specific enrollment periods. If you miss them, you may have to wait till next year. There are late enrollment penalties. The longer you wait, the bigger the penalties. Call me, 970-515-6882 today. 
Hello, I'm Devin McKenna with Play It Fun Word, your new traveling carnival. Please check us out at playitfunword.com or call to book me at 602-402-2642. I do festivals, birthdays, block parties, corporate events, kid at heart parties, summer and day camps. Anything your mind can imagine, I will do it. Play It Fun Word, the party you never had. At playitfunword.com, 602-402-2642. Chehibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Hi, I'm Sina Milanazzo, Telephone Technology Specialist here with Liberty Communications. We are the local experts for cloud and VoIP telephone systems. If you have a traditional phone system and want to learn more about how VoIP can help your business, then call me. I'll sit down with you and we'll come up with solutions on how to keep you ahead of your competition. Call 720-399-0233 or email info at libertyvts.com. VoIP doesn't have to be a four-letter word. You want to try something different for your students? Come join me at Civica Career and Collegiate Academy in Millican. We're a tuition-free charter school enrolling for next year for grades 6 through 10. We have a firm foundation. We stand for the pledge. Our students are in uniforms. We stick to core curriculum, and we'll get them ready for the world. Enroll today at civicaco.org or call us at 970-614-5521 for a private tour. First hour podcasts on thirteen sixty pardon me, thirteen sixty KHNC dot com podcast section down at the bottom. Open that up to the Olive Tree program for today. Three hours, you know, talking to a friend, and the attention span of the young children is about ten seconds. This is a great curse to the new younger generations. An attention span of 10 seconds and even not even 10 seconds 
we, in high school, we had to sit through four or five, six classes a day, roughly an hour per class, 50 minutes. It was a discipline to keep your mind focused. And with the things of God, it is more important to focus on what God is saying than anything else. And three hours is quite a bit of time. But I honest, I could go more than that. There is so much that the Holy Spirit is trying to present to the world today. And the children of God are basically asleep. I, I mean this. I look at it. I, I see the great apostasy that has come into the evangelical churches of America. Great apostasy. And the evangelical children of God are not even aware of it. They're not aware that they're apostate. They're not aware that they are far from God. They're aware of the blessings that God will give them. And anything positive that happens, they think, they think it's from God. Not everything positive that happens in your life is from God. Satan will do things to perform miracles for you, like give you great wealth, and you praise God for the great wealth, and then a month later, you are in the world, traveling the world. You're no longer engaged in the things of Christ. Satan does this. And he looks at individuals and Satan knows the calling on your lives. He knows what God is calling you to. And he will do everything possible to make sure you never fulfill the plan that God has for your life. The perfect plan. And if you deviate... God is faithful to bring you back, but you have to give him the right, and you have to be determined to get back to where you need to be. Hour one is gone, 1360KJC.com for podcast. I will give you contact information at the beginning of the next hour. Olive Tree Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. man pass the battle over take a couple of hits off the my kind cbd get your cbd by going to 1360khnc.com and click on the shopping button man silly jamaican there's no thc in this product it's certified thc free just go to the website 1360khnc.com click the shop you're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. The Broncos' backups won their final 2022 NFL preseason game last night, beating the Minnesota Vikings 23-13. First quarterback Russell Wilson was in full dress as if he was going to play, while other Broncos were in street clothes. But he loves the way teammates have picked up his work ethic. It's been fun, man. These guys are so focused, laser focused every morning. They're coming in at 6 a.m., 6.37 to do walkthroughs, just play around, and it's, it's, it's good stuff, you know. On the defensive side of the ball, Coach Nathaniel Hackett was pleased. Things are going to happen. You're going to have points scored on you. It's how you rebound, and once you get that feel and that flow, and I'll tell you, I really like watching that defense out there. There's a lot, lot of good plays. The regular season begins against Wilson's ex-teammates in Seattle Monday, September 12th.
For 20 years, Judy's House has provided grieving children and families a place to heal after a cancer diagnosis. This weekend, the organization founded by ex-Broncos quarterback Brian Greasy opened a new facility in Aurora. His mom died of breast cancer when he was 12. It's more about thousands of kids that have come through our programs that are now honoring the person in their life who has died. And they come here to find connection with others who are going through the same thing that they are. Judy's House has art and therapy rooms, education and training, and more to support kids and their families who are going through grief at no cost to them. In Greeley, 22-year-old Angelica Vega was killed Friday night after being abducted from work at a nutrition store owned by her aunt. Her car was found about a mile away a couple hours after police had arrived. They found Angelica's body in the back seat. Saturday, many locals left flowers outside the NoCo Nutrition Store. Saturday, many locals left flowers outside the NoCo Nutrition Store. Officers aren't saying what led them to arrest 24-year-old Marcos Vallejos for Vega's murder and sex assault, but he's in the Weld County Jail. And a big stretch of I-70 across the Denver metro area remains closed today until 5 tomorrow morning for final touches being applied to the Central 70 project. The previous long detour on I-25 and 270 is in place. The new project takes I-70 below ground level and will have a park built over the road. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Are you in the market for a pre-owned RV? Whether you're looking for a motorhome, travel trailer, fifth wheel, or any other type of recreational vehicle, you'll find thousands to choose from at RVUniverse.com. RVUniverse.com makes it easy to explore and narrow down your options. You can either buy an RV directly or find a dealer near you. Competitive financing options are also available. Visit RVUniverse.com today and find your next home away from home. What's a surprising way to gain more independence? By giving up the keys. Bypass the outrageous gas prices and discover that life in the passenger seat is comfortable, affordable, stress-free, and climate-controlled. A modern fleet of in-town, door-to-door, and across-state public transit options keep you living independently while maintaining your access to necessary errands and necessary adventure. Learn what you can gain when you give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop. We are going to Spirits Music Hall. That's what we're going to do tonight. Live music, comedy, wrestling, karaoke, and more. Acts that you do not want to miss. All at Spirits Music Hall, located at 1 North Paris Street in Johnstown. Across the street from our radio station, 1360 KHNC. Get tickets and see the schedule of events at spiritsmusichall.com. That's spiritsmusichall.com. You can also buy tickets at the door during the events. Experience live local entertainment that you will love. Go to spiritsmusichall.com. This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. 
Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at milehighcruiseplanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By land, air, or sea, we get you there and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Hot August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. It's a ragged tent where there ain't no trees and that gospel. Sweat, he walks in. Eyes black as coal, and when he lifts his face, every year in the place is on him. Starting soft and slow. Welcome to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My contact information is P.O. Box, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box, 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box, 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Podcasts are on 1360 khnc.com sometimes you won't have it up the way you won't have a uh, practically you can't sit for three hours but you can go to the podcast and you can 15 minutes here 15 minutes there then if there's something that you need to rehearse you can do that i try to introduce quite a bit during the three hours and sometimes It takes a little bit of time to uh, kind of get in the flow. I try to be prepared to immediately take off into the program. I uh, really depend on the Holy Spirit to give me direction and to present to God's children what is important. And I was going to say that uh, many times I talk about if you are far from God, stop and return and for those that are that that are uh, in their stride 
in their cadence with God. Uh, don't think that as I'm presenting things that I'm speaking to you, telling you or, or presenting to you that maybe you are off. No, you have to have the discernment to know if you're in a stride with God, if you have a momentum with Him, if you, if, if you know that you're in going the right direction with Christ, then you just stay. Keep the cadence. Keep the momentum. Continue in the direction. Trust, continue to trust God. Look to God. And expect that as you need miracles in your lives, God will give you the miracles that you need. And for those that, I will speak to those that are apostate, that have that don't care about sound doctrine, that don't care about eschatology, they don't care about theology. You maybe, who in the audience, you just want the blessings of God. You just want what God can give you. That's apostasy. No, God has given you gifts as an individual, abilities that only you have. There is something in life that you have been called to do. Only you no one else can can do what you do. Every single believer in the body of Christ has a specific plan. There is a specific plan of God, something designed just for you. And this is why as you continue in Christ, as you continue to pray, as you wait and wait and wait, and you know, you're thinking, Lord, okay, what is it you want me to do? And you don't hear anything. Well, that doesn't mean give up. No, you just keep pressing in. You just keep asking. Lord, I want to be in your perfect will. I don't know what that is. I don't know what your perfect will is. Lord, I don't even know what you've given me, the abilities spiritually that you've given me that work with my natural abilities. I don't know what that is, Lord. Help me. Lord, I want to be in your perfect will. And many Christians say they want to be in the perfect will of God, but then when a little bit of hardship comes, a little bit of distress, something unpleasant, they say, well, this is too much. I'm done. I, I don't want that. No. It is in that, right there when that, that distress and maybe difficulty, hardship comes, no. That is the perfect place for you to be because it is, it is there where the resurrection life of Christ in you will come alive, will kick in. I have studied uh, diesel motors in the past. And uh, there were these old, years ago, these old three-cylinder three diesel motive, motors. Well, they felt to go to four cylinders. But they did a study years later. And the, the three cylinders, they were great big. Uh, they were, they had... Uh, uh, they were huge pistons, big pistons. They couldn't rev the. They couldn't make these things go to more than maybe 800 revolutions a minute. But they found that when they were idling, they were really just not. They were consuming a lot of fuel, and they were just not efficient. But they noticed that once you started putting pressure. And uh, they had to start pulling something or pushing or cutting dirt. These cylinders, they would pop, 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 pop. And then when you start putting a load on them, then they would go pop, 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 pop. And they would kick in. 
and they would become efficient. And they, the more stress and pressure or more, uh, the more load that you put on them, the more powerful they began, became, the more efficient they became. It's like they just lived when they're really under a load. This is the Christian. This is Christ in you. When the hardship comes, the difficulty, the distress, whatever is unpleasant, when that comes, that is when the resurrection life of Almighty God begins to kick in in your life. It is at that point where God begins to take over. Your natural strength, your natural abilities, your natural endurance, as it starts to break down and you start to fade, that is when the Holy Spirit begins to kick in. That is when God and the power of Almighty God through the resurrection power kicks in. And now the Holy Spirit takes over. And you, in your weakened state, in your state of despair, that is when Christ takes over. That is when He comes in to encourage you. That's when He comes to visit you. That is where you want to be. I mean, as He determines. Not that you want to go out and look for hardship. No, a fool, a fool will go out and look for hardship. Only a fool, according to the Proverbs. Anybody that's a fool goes out and looks for a hard time for hardship. No, let God, He's sovereign. He knows what your structure psychologically, He knows what you can take. He knows what you can, He knows the pressure. He knows the breaking point. And He'll never take you past that breaking point. He'll take you to the, right to the edge of it. But then His Holy Spirit kicks in. The power of God kicks in. Paul said that I might know Christ and the power of His resurrection. He went to that place many times. And it was at that point where His natural endurance, His abilities, when there was just no hope, that is when the saving hand of God would come in the miracles that were needed would come in. That is when the strength that he, he, he'd lost all natural strength, natural endurance, and that is when the Spirit of God would come in. This is an important discipline in the lives of the Christians. Just when you think you can't take it anymore, this is when you depend on Christ even more. This is when the Lord Jesus, this is where He has designed you to be so that you can, like that three-cylinder diesel motor, once the, once the load, once there's a, a heavier load, that is when these cylinders start to kick in. That is when they become efficient. And you put more of a load on them, they become even stronger. They become even more powerful. They're kicking out more horsepower. This is what they were designed to do. And they didn't realize what they had even invented. They didn't know. They thought these things, well, they're just kind of clunky. And they're, they're great big cylinders. They weren't little tiny cylinders like we have in the little small cars today. No, these things were like the size of a bushel basket. But they're so big that you, you can't, there's no high RPM to those things. Well, this is the Holy Spirit in you. 
when you just don't think you can go another step, you are so far, let's say that you are apostate. You are so far away from God and you know it. And you finally one day have a revelation. I am far from God. I am doctrinally in, out, of, out of step. I don't know the scripture. I don't have any hope. That is when Christ begins to once again redeem you from your bad, your bad decisions. He be, he's a redeemer. He redeems every day. We all need to be redeemed from something. Then every day uh, is your Passover. The death angel, the devil and the spirits have to pass over. They can't touch you as you turn back to God. Hardships will come. They'll try to take you out, but you stay the course. You trust in the Lord and the death angel is forced to pass over. Can't harm you. Can't touch you. Can't kill you. And then you need, because you were out of step with the Lord, you offended Christ. You have the blood of Jesus Christ. There comes the atonement. And the atonement, all of these deep spiritual experiences work together. The atonement, you now are at one with God. His blood has washed you. And you are once again in step, one with God. And then God, as you give your, continue to allow the Lord to have access to your will. You mean you have your will to make decisions with. But as you yield to him, as you yield to Christ, as you yield to the Lord Jesus, then he begins to narrow your path and level out your path and put protection around you. We all need protection. We don't think we do. Every time you get in that vehicle, you need protection. Every time you walk out the front door, you need protection. Every time you get out of bed, you need the protection of God Almighty. We're in the most evil time in the history of the world. Evil like the world has never seen before. It's going to get worse. Every day you get out of bed, you need the protection of God Almighty. You go to bed at night. You don't think you need protection when you're sleeping. You need protection. Every second. I had a, was having dinner with a great friend of mine, good friend, a wonderful dear brother. We were almost like brothers, physically. And we had uh, about 20 wonderful years together, and he passed away in 1999. But from about 1980, 81, for 20 years, this brother and I, we walked together with the same purpose, same objective, on the same path. We were one in what we did, we loved each other. I'd pray for him. We'd pray for each other. <clears throat> but about, I think it was probably six months before he passed away. We were having dinner, lunch. And, uh, well, it'd be dinner. And we were having dinner at noon. At supper is dinner, is the evening. And I said, you know, John... He said, I don't want to be outside of God's mercy for one minute. And he stopped eating. He put his fork on the plate and he said, Rick, 
I don't want to be outside of God's mercy for one second. And that hit me. I said, Amen, John. Absolutely. Not even a second. Not a microsecond do you want to be outside of God's mercy. And he says, "Uh uh-uh. He says, I don't want to be outside of God's mercy even for a minute. No. And uh, we need the mercy of God at all times. Every day. Everything that we do. I'll just throw this in too. We are always tempting God. And we don't know it. We have to be careful that we don't tempt God. I look at these young men and women that are on the skateboards. Even that, in a sense, I think, they're pushing their abilities to the limit, flipping those things around, jumping uh, off of down, you know, a sidewalk with about 15 steps, concrete steps going down, and they try to fly through the air with that board under their feet and land at the bottom. That, in a sense, is even tempting God because there is destroying, can destroy their ankles, break their arms. I mean, I see the injuries. This is a temptation. You're tempting God. Young people don't know it. They think, well, you know, I'm, I have these abilities. I'm very coordinated. And they just mentally don't think of the consequences. No, we can't tempt God. And uh, that's just simple that way. The extreme sports stuff. No, this is tempting God. This is tempting the natural laws of physics. They're there for a purpose, not to be broken. You to work, we're to work within these laws. So, now, everyone that is alive, that is a believer... I'm only speaking to the Christian people. You have a great value to God. You are very, very valuable. So valuable, you don't know it. There is something that you were designed by God to do. There was a place that God ordained and planned for you. A place for you to be in life. If you're female, male... It doesn't matter. You were designed specifically to influence the micro or macro world that you are in. Because you have God in you, the Holy Spirit, the God of the universe is in you. You have access... Pardon me. You have access to all the riches of Almighty God. Everything. You need need grace. God gives you grace and endurance that's beyond physical endurance. You need wisdom. Wisdom is available to you, but you have to ask for it. And then you have to ask for it, believing that if you ask for wisdom, God will give you the wisdom. Do you need knowledge? Uh, you're, you started a new job. You don't know what you're doing. Christ will help you. If you ask him, he will help you master 
whatever is in your hand. And it is God's intention that when he sovereignly puts you in a an experience, his plan is that you master whatever it is you're doing. Let's say that you're Let's say that you uh, work in a restaurant and you run the grill. Master it. Master running that grill. If you're a waitress, master your abilities. Master what you do. If you're in the medical profession, master it. We have the Holy Spirit, Christians. We have the Holy Spirit in my world. I'll tell you what I'm trying to master. Doctrine. Sound doctrine. I'm trying to master to, to see exactly what the Scripture says about the time we live in through eschatology. I am, this is the world God put me in. I am mastering my knowledge of who this eternal God is that pulled me out of the waste howling wilderness just like he did Jacob remember I went over two weeks ago Deuteronomy chapter 32 says that one day God delivered Jacob from the waste howling wilderness there was nothing there there was no plan of God there was no purpose There was nothing. You, when you came to Christ, you were in a waste, howling wilderness. You thought it was a great place to be in life. Maybe you were, you know, uh, starting a new job. You just had, you were just married. You had a child. Who knows where you were? Only you can determine where you were when Christ met you. But when Christ met you, you were in a waste, howling wilderness. You had no hope. You had no future. There was no plan for you. You had a natural plan and a direction in life, but that's not enough. It it really, these plans go nowhere. At the end of the life, at the end of many of these people that I know, they've become wealthy, they've, and there's no, at the end of their lives, they are still empty. They are, there's, they realize I haven't really accomplished anything. This is where Christ finds each of us. Christ found me in a waste howling wilderness. I didn't know which direction I was going in life. I didn't know where I would end up in life. I didn't know what my future would be like. I had no idea. But then that is where, like it says in Deuteronomy 32, Jacob was found in the waste howling wilderness and God gave Jacob a future, an important future, a productive future, a future that God had planned for him. With each of us, we have something that only we, that only we can accomplish doesn't matter young children age the aged old men old women as we get older are we get, we really engage more and more in prayer 
prayer becomes the strength, the almighty strength that the older people have. Wisdom. I have a friend, we were having lunch one day. His name is Doug. He tells me, well, actually, he gave me a call. He said, you know, with this COVID, you know what the COVID is doing? He said, it is killing off all the old people. It is the older people that have the wisdom of life. It's the older people. You kill off the older people and you will pretty much destroy the younger generations because they don't have the experience of life. They don't have the hard knocks that we have had. We see things. We know things because we've lived through these things. This is the plan of the devil to kill off the older people. I remember listening to some of these ministries saying that the old people, we need to just relieve them of their duties because now the church is in the hands of the young people. I heard that nonsense. I thought, what ignorance. The churches are going to be put in the hands of, of young people that really don't have any experience of who Christ is that really don't know the deep things of Christ, of God, and they're going to put the church in the hands of these young people? No, no. Paul warned against it. The Apostle Paul warned against it. We're going to be back. We've got 30 more minutes for this hour, in this hour. Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church, a podcast, 1360KHNC.com. Hey, hey, yes, you. yes you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. And our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, 
and even survival accessories. Stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Reasons to own gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street pinstripe bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Okay, now this is the uh, last half of the second hour. Because of the great eternal plan of God, if we don't know what that plan is, then we're, we really, you know, if you're going to build a house, if you're going to build a home, if you're going to build your dream home, you want to look at the blueprints. You want to know where the bedrooms are going to be. You want to know where the, you know, the kitchen. You want to see everything. Well, God intended that we see what his objective was. His objective was to bring from the time of Adam and forward to bring as many of these Creatures that were created in the image of God, excuse me, bring them to Christ, to bring them to God, to bring them into the hope of an eternal life with God. That's part of it. And then through time, we see the way in which when Christ on the night of res- resurrection, when the he Christ breathed his spirit into these people in a room, the beginning of the what we call the church age. It's a 2,000 year period of time where Christ as the Holy Spirit would give mankind the opportunity to receive him as the Holy Spirit and to re- be regenerated, to have the life of God in their human spirit. And then this church, this these assemblies would express and represent an invisible God to the world. And not just to the people of the world, but even these individuals who are full of sin, who are fallen by nature, who are worthy of eternal fire, upon receiving Christ and being forgiven for their sins, the, the they are to show the infinite wisdom of God 
to the invisible world of holy angels and fallen angels. The holy angels, they look at us, and whenever we sin, because they're holy, they cannot understand the forgiveness of God. They cannot understand how a holy, righteous God would allow these creatures, they have the up and down cycles. They're moving with God one second. They commit uh, some kind of a sin. They're out of step with God. But when they repent, they're forgiven, they're washed, and they're moving forward with God. The holy angels, they, they're, they're scratching their angel heads thinking, wow, what is this? We're seeing this God that we worship in a completely different way. And then the fallen angels, they trick us. We end up, you know, in a sinful situation. But once we repent, their control, their hold is broken. Another part of the eternal plan of God. Now with going back to this is who we we I, I want to get to Amos chapter three about the shofar, the prophets of God in our time. The holy prophets of God. Now I'm going to get to it. But for some reason I just sense strongly that if because we in the body of Christ we we don't see the deeper, the insight that God has for each of us individually. Again, I go back to this point because I don't hear men in the assemblies presenting this to the children of God. Each individual who is born again is greater than John the Baptist. The least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than the John the Baptist. And in the age of the prophets, John the Baptist was the greatest. But the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. Because that individual has the Holy Spirit, God Almighty, the Spirit of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit living inside of them. Their spirit deep within is made alive, has come alive, is filled with all that God is. And that spirit, from that spirit, from that fountain, from that great well of all, all that God is, from the riches of all that God is, that well is there available for us to to drink of, to uh, inge- to tap into, and there there you have the the power to overcome what you are naturally in yourself. Uh, we are we can be timid, very very timid. Somebody looks at us and it just crushes us. Well, the Holy Spirit takes that timid nature and begins to strengthen it and make it 
strong and to take a timid person and make a timid person a lion. Then, for those that are by nature very strong in the self, the Holy Spirit will take that strong person and humble that individual and that individual will become he'll still have still have that individual will still have a a strength in the will god won't break that but he tempers it so that person puts the rein the bit in the mouth and keeps the hands the rein, the, the reins in the hand of that individual so that that person is moves as directed by the holy spirit so he'll take the the strong individual and make him a lamb or them a lamb and it'll take the timid individual and make that person a lion. I'll give you an example. I used to work with the ministry in Denver, East Denver, Aurora. It was a children's church. These little kids, the oldest child in that children's church was 15. Uh, old, older people, basically, they were they were the worst students you can imagine. It was easier to teach the young children than the older children. And a pastor asked my wife and I to come and help him. And so we just came to, you know, watch the kids and pick them up. They were, these were poor children. They were in the, uh, what you would call the trailer district. And they lived in motels. They got housing credits from the city of Aurora or Denver. Or, and they lived in motels. And they lived in these old trailer parks. These were these little children were not going to become doctors and attorneys. These little children probably wouldn't finish sixth grade, eighth grade. But this is the children's church that the Lord asked us to help. This brother, his name was Bob Johnson. He was a black brother. He was a like a Pied Piper to children. He loved children. And he would call them and go around the neighborhood in East Aurora or in Aurora, East Denver. And invite all these kids to come to church on Sunday. And he would give them, he would feed them. Some of these kids, it would be like one of the only meals they would have in a week. Uh, they were so poor. And he would feed them every Sunday. And the older ladies, they would prepare. And then he would get donations of clothing from local uh, areas. From, I don't know, shelters or goodwill and he would offer these children clothing and these kids would put on they'd get whatever fit them and they'd still be wearing those same that those same pants and uh, dresses the next week well anyhow <clears throat> so what happened is after about a week uh, i think the second second time, week that we were there Bob came to me and said, he says, brother, I want to do more teaching to the older, the older uh, people here that helped me. Would you take over the children? I said, sure. So I became the children pastor. And I thought this, no sweat, this is going to be no problem. I got up there the first day and the attention span of these children like i said earlier was 10 seconds i uh, and there there's 30 40 of these children 
and they're all under 15, and most of them are average age of 10. These kids were like herding cats. And I, after that first meeting, I thought, wow, what in the heck did I get into? And the Holy Spirit, I was praying, and the Lord told me, I am going to teach you to be a pastor to these little children. And if you can pastor them, you can pastor anybody. And I realized the Holy Spirit had put me in a situation that was going to be just unbelievable. And for about the next 10 months, I was the pastor to these children. And I had to, the Lord had to give me wisdom. And I finally decided, okay, I got a pocket full of quarters. They had a little vending machine outside. You could get a pop or you could get these little things that come in plastic. Uh, you put in a vending machine, a little plastic round little bubble comes out with a little ring in it or some something. And so I began and I said, okay, I have a question for you. And I would give them some verses. And then I say, okay, what did I just say? Whoever can tell me, you raise your hand, and I'm going to give you a quarter. From that point on, they began to pay attention. Christ is having to give many, many in the body of Christ a quarter. He has to do exactly what he did with those children to get them to want to pay attention, to get them to want to know the deep, deep things of God the experiences that God can give His children. This is what it takes. That if God can catch you and show you the value of doctrine, honest, pure teachings of Christ, of the true commandments that save your soul, this is what Christ is doing. Well, so when working, we're working, my wife and I, we drive around and we pick these kids up every Sunday. And we have the church, the children church. I loved it. It was fascinating. I loved these kids. There was one little girl, four years old. She'd been abused, raped by her mother uh, through the, the, that lineage. The, or the mother had a the two little girls that were uh, white, uh, one child that was uh, Hispanic, and then she was dating, I think, a, a black man. They lived in a motel, and they're these beautiful little girls. The youngest girl, she, she's four years old. Again, she'd been raped at four years of age, and I can't imagine that. And she had an older sister that was 10, and then another sister that was like eight, and then she was four. And we're, it's just incredible. But one day, the 10-year-old on Colfax, East Colfax, the 10-year-old told the younger sister, eight, I think maybe she was, maybe the older girl was 12. She told the younger girl, uh, he, she said, do not cross the street and do not go over there where those boys are. Do not do that. They have, they're selling drugs. I don't want you to go over there. Do not go to that south side of the street. You stay on the north side. Well, one day, these kids talked this young 8 or 10-year-old to go across the street. The 12-year-old 
she went across the street and in the power of the Holy Spirit, she told her sister, I told you to stay away from these guys. Get back across the street. And she looked at those guys and she told them, you stay away from my sister. Stay away from her. And she was just, this young girl, when I heard the story, what had happened, I couldn't believe the power this young girl had in her speaking, rebuking these kids. And they were, the way I understood it, they were full of fear. They didn't want to have anything to do with these two girls anymore. And they go across the street and the older girl rebuked the sister and scolded her and told her, you ever do that again, you're going to really be in trouble. And I couldn't believe it. This is the spirit that you have within you. If the children of God can tap into the Holy Spirit with that type of power, everyone listening to me, you have all the authority of God Almighty in you if you're born again. But we, the pastors of this land, have not trained God's children to use that authority in a proper way. To, to teach them, to give them experience of what, who this Christ is that is in you. The wisdom that you need, the knowledge that you need, the, uh, the Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power to rebuke demons, cast demons out. This is who we have. This is what God has given each of us. And each of us, again, I go back to this point. There is something that only you can do. You are unique in the family of God. You are unique. Only There's only something that only you can do. No one else can do it for you. Because you are so valuable to Christ. You're so valuable. But the men, for the most part, of the land have not presented to God's children the fact that you are so vital in the purpose of God in the time in which we live. What you have in you in the ability to, to speak something forth that brings fear to people through the power when you're under the Holy Spirit that what you speak, what you say, it, sh it can shake your whole little micro world. And from your micro world, it can shake a macro world. And God can, through your speaking, prophets, you individual Christians, every one of you, you have prophetic ability. You are a shofar walking around on two legs. You are, you have the, the, uh, you have the, all that God is in what you speak to warn people around you, to reveal to them the danger that we are in at this time in the world. We're going to finish out in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez.
Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. KHNC, my truck broke down. I knew it was time to get a new one, and I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Steve and Mike over at the Ramsey Auto Group, so I gave them a call at 970-443-5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run, and then they set me up with a new truck that I loved. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley. 970-443-5654. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hi, this is Bob Cameron with Waterworks. Call or text 303-888-8891. It may not be obvious, but all water has impurities. Yes, your water has impurities. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today to schedule your free water analysis. 303-888-8891. of the second hour of today's program and uh, again I repeat this over and over podcasts are on 1360khnc.com you can listen to 30 minutes 20 minutes whatever 
You can uh, re-listen to something that helps you. Uh, this is about my, my purpose is to present this Almighty God and all the riches of this Almighty God that has been given to each Christian, to each individual, and that you, in the world where God has placed you, you have the authority and power, so much power in your speaking to, to uh, not only you, definitely warn people that the we are moving into a time of tribulation. We are the chauffeur, shofar of God. We are walking on two legs. We are to announce to the world that Christ's return, He is near. He, he cannot, we do not know the day or the hour that He will return. But, like I have stated in previous programs, once the first day of the tribulation begins, then we can look into the future and we will know the year and we will know the month and roughly the season, maybe March or, or, or maybe, uh, yeah, let's say March, right at the end of winter or the beginning of summer. We'll know almost the season, but we will know the month. What we won't know the day, we won't know the hour, but we can know, just like we know right now, we are moving toward the time of hardship. We're in it already. We're in birth pains. Now, we have been called to prophesy. We have been called to warn people. We are not a piece, an instrument, a horn of a ram. We are living we are living trumpets. We are living shofars. We daily have a message to give to family, friends, to the world that we see what Christ, what is happening, and we announce to a world that is dying and to a Christian church that is apostate that whatever God reveals to us, we announce it. I say, I say to you, we are now in the last decade before Christ returns. Rick Rodriguez will be back for hour three in a few minutes. Podcasts are in 1360khnc.com, podcast section, Olive Tree Ministry. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. A young woman's dead after being abducted from her northern Colorado workplace. Greeley police say a man broke into the NOCO Nutrition Store on 59th Avenue Friday night and took the woman by force. They've now arrested 24-year-old Marcos Vallejos. He's charged with murder and sexual assault. Police haven't officially released the victim's identity, but her family says she was 22-year-old Angelica Vega. A couple hours after she went missing from the store, her body was found in the backseat of her car at a gas station about a mile away. Vallejos is in the Weld County Jail. Police aren't saying whether the two knew each other, but social media accounts don't show any apparent connection. Also from Greeley, police have arrested a man accused of firing a gun into a crowd outside a popular restaurant two weeks ago. 36-year-old Efren Sanchez was arrested Saturday after a suspect drove up to the Rancho El Corazon restaurant bar on the 14th of this month, got out of the car, fired dozens of rounds into a crowd of people standing outside, and drove off. Fortunately, no one was killed, only two people treated at hospitals. Authorities say they're recovering from their injuries. Sanchez now faces multiple counts of first-degree attempted murder. Traffic through Denver is disrupted again this weekend due to the massive Central 70 project, but those shutdowns are coming to a close. The main stretch of the project is getting its lanes fully smoothed and paved this weekend and will be closed until 5 tomorrow morning. That means today and tonight, I-70 traffic's again been detoured over I-270 and I-25. CDOT says it's all necessary in order to shift the interstate from its temporary configuration into final alignment. That should wrap up the four-year $1.2 billion project that moves part of I-70 below ground level and will build a park above it, according to the Transportation Department's station sellers. Crews have to do some punch list items, you know, maybe some additional sign installations, maybe some striping in areas. The entire project should be complete by the end of this year. And the Broncos won their final NFL preseason game of this year, beating the Minnesota Vikings 23-13 last night. Denver took the early lead on a field goal, then a Viking touchdown put Minnesota out front, and with less than a minute to go in the first half, a Baron Browning fumble return for a touchdown put the Broncos on top to stay. The regular season begins at Seattle on Monday, September 12th. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Does your business need quick, competitive financing for heavy machinery, trucks, or other equipment? Currency is here to help. Whether you're financing construction equipment, farm equipment, trucks, trailers, or any other big-ticket item, Currency will automatically find the best rates. Currency facilitates loans for up to $500,000 with repayment terms up to 72 months. It's fast, easy, and free to use. Visit GoCurrency.com and apply today. What's a surprising way to gain more independence? By giving up the keys. Bypass the outrageous gas prices and discover that life in the passenger seat is comfortable, affordable, stress-free, and climate-controlled. A modern fleet of in-town, door-to-door, and across-state public transit options keep you living independently while maintaining your access to necessary errands and necessary adventure. Learn what you can gain when you give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, 
trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. And for those that are tuning in for the first time, welcome to today, today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program, Hour 3. For those that have been listening, welcome back. The shofar, the shofar, the prophets of God at the end of the world, the living shofars, what makes us unique is that we have the Holy Spirit within us. We are living, we are proclaiming, that is the plan of God, to proclaim to the world what is coming, to announce to the world God's plan that he has put in his holy Bible. The prophets of God are to proclaim the war and warn what is about to happen. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Before the Lord, Yahweh Sabaoth, does anything, the Lord of hosts, he reveals, he instructs, he presents to his servants, the prophets, his counsel. He has them announce the plan for the time. And now we are in the last decade. The church age has an end to it. There is a time when it has fulfilled the plans and the objectives of Almighty God. And at the very end of the dispensation, people don't like that word, but it is a period of time where the Holy Spirit is going to dispense 
His Spirit upon mankind and give mankind an opportunity to be born again. It is a dispensation of dispensing the Holy Spirit into men and women to, so they may be born again. But eventually, the dispensing of the Holy Spirit will end. There will come a day when no human will ever be born again. The Holy Spirit will not dispense His Spirit into another human being. That time is coming to an end. And that we, there were the initial apostles that began the church age that were instrumental in setting and starting and giving life after the night of resurrection. The Holy Spirit gave life to individuals and then the teaching and the instruction of the Christian way, the plan of God with mankind began. But now at the end of the world, there will be a generation that will, the responsibility of ending the age will be in their hand. This is our responsibility to warn our families, people around us, whoever, that we are going to run out of time because there is judgment coming on the world. Judgment is coming. Before the judgment becomes on the, before the judgment take takes place on the world, the judgment begins at the household of God. The prophets are to warn God's children that God must begin the judgment of his children and the punishment and the uh, well yeah, just the punishment of his own people, firstly. Because if he doesn't punish his own people, if he doesn't reprimand his own people, then he has no right to reprimand or judge or bring hardships to the world. Judgment is coming upon the churches of God. God is going to have a bride that is holy. His church is going to be spotless. Does that mean all of the family of God, every Christian... Is going to be is going to have a, a a full heart revival? No. Nope. Paul the apostle in chapter in Second Thessalonians chapter two said there would be a great apostasy, a falling away, in the sense of like uh, the being in a, being in a like the people that go up in a plane and jump out the military air, these military transports and the soldiers jump out they actually leave safety and now they're at the hands of you know gravity in the, in the hand of gravity and a and hopefully a mechanism that will open up and keep them alive falling away many christians have fallen out of the hand of God, and are plummeting into hardship, darkness, pain, misery, and they're never going to recover. Christ is the only one that can catch them on the in their plummet, but they have to turn to Him 
and he can get to them. He he can get them a parachute. Bad analogy, but there would be a falling away. People abandoning the things of Christ, abandoning abandoning doctrine, theology, eschatology, moving away from God, not toward God, and uh, willingly, willingly leaving the safety of Messiah who purchased them. They belong to Messiah, but they don't want to willingly submit and uh, <clears throat> let Messiah work in their lives. There would be a great falling away. We are in that time. The, the prophets of God are warning people, should be warning God's children. Your apostate judgment and punishment is coming. Turn back. Then eventually to the world, these prophets will say, okay, you want to, you're, you're, uh, you are being indicted by God for your evil. And the prophets are going to pronounce judgments upon this evil systems of the world. This is uh, in Revelation chapter 11. Two witnesses. Two witnesses who cause fire to come down, who cause plagues upon the earth, judgments upon the earth. They stop the rain from falling in the jurisdiction, in the areas where they have jurisdiction. They bring judgments, punishments. And uh, the people in the, in the nations where they are, where these prophets, and the, these prophets are not two individual people. They're not individual people they are corporate people they are two corporate peoples that have come into the body of christ these two prophets represented in revelation 11 are born again people they are not natural israel they are not prophets naturally out of israel out of the the uh, orthodox uh, jewish churches no these two prophets in Revelation 11, are born again from two families, Israel and the Gentiles. They are two adopted children into the plan of God that began 2,000 years ago. The first to be saved were the Jewish people, and then the Gentile families. The adoption began into the purpose of Christ. The example would be um, Cornelius. Peter went to Cornelius to expound and to present Christ to Cornelius. Cornelius and his family were saved. They were baptized and received the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> this was in the book of Acts, Christ documenting a people that was not God's people, the Gentiles, have now been brought into the great plan of God to redemption and the born-again experience. Now you have the Jewish people and the nations that were there on the day of baptism, uh, on, the, on the day of the, uh, the um, 50th day where the Holy Spirit was poured out on Pentecost. 
And then down the road a ways, now Peter goes to Cornelius. And then later, Paul the Apostle, he leaves Israel, the Jewish people, he goes to the Gentiles. The adoption of the Gentile nations into the body of Christ. Now you have two corporate people, those of the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and you have the Gentile peoples, all of the races, all of the, the different Asian, Hispanic, black, all of them from all the countries are now in this magnificent plan of God. And in Revelation chapter 11, you have these two corporate peoples that are going to testify against an evil world and bring pronounced judgments and stop the rain during the days of their prophesying. They'll prophesy for 1,260 days, three and a half years. And we, at the beginning of the seven years of tribulation, the prophetic people will know that we have gone to the Jewish timeline of Moses, 30 days per month, 360 days per year. The day ends at sundown and begins, the new day begins at sundown. All of the prophecies during that three and a half years, and actually through the last seven years plus an additional 75 all of the prophecies will be on Moses' calendar, Moses' clock. And the clock is set in Israel. Israel time, we will internationally, the Christians, the believers, will have to look at when day begins in Jerusalem, that is when that day, the days begin. On the first day of the 70th week, Israel time is when the clock begins. Everything that God has in the prophetic word will be according to Israel's day. The day ends at sundown and the new day begins at the same time. We will see God's plan 1,260 days later. That is when the second half of the tribulation, that there'll be that 1,260 days that ends that first three and a half years. Then 1,261 days begins the next segment of 360 days. <clears throat> the two prophets... In Israel, it says that they testify for that one, the first three and a half years. Then it says that the Antichrist is going to make war with them. He is going to use his military and his, those that have, those that have taken the mark of the beast are going to be used against God's children in this country and internationally. And then it says for three and a half days, they lie in the streets of that city, meaning America. They lie dead for three and a half days. This does not mean 
three and a half days, like 24-hour periods of time, three 24-hour periods plus a 12-hour period. No, it doesn't mean that. It means for three and a half years, the last half of the tribulation, which is three and a half years, the martyrdom in America will continue. It's a three and a half year period of martyrdom. And uh, this is why in Revelation chapter 6, there is a cry from the children of God that have been uh, mercilessly persecuted and murdered and killed. And they cry for justice. And the Lord tells them, just a little while longer, there's a number of martyrs that must be fulfilled. Be patient. These are the truths of God in the Scripture. Yes, they may be hard to even think about. Uh, It may cause distress. But the thing is this. Once you know the truth about what is coming, then the Holy Spirit begins to... to, uh, What's the word? Not temper. Steal. He begins to steal, like steal your mind. He begins to strengthen you. And the truth begins to free you. And the truth has a, has a, it empowers you. Because it, it keeps a fear will try to overtake you. But the truth is a way, is the, is you might say the antidote for fear when you know the truth satan can't come and try to torment you because you know the truth the truth is someday all of us will leave this earth that's the truth but we know it and whether we consciously think about it or not it's just in our mind we know it we accept it well with these two witnesses they pronounce judgments and punishments on the evil world of Antichrist. And then Antichrist goes to make war with them. And for three and a half days or three and a half years, there will be the great martyrdom in America of God's children. I know that those that have the belief that we're going to be raptured? Well, I would say that more and more the children of God are waking up to the fact that we're going to suffer some kind of hardship and many are now realizing, no, we're God's church. We're His army. And we are going to be used by the Holy Spirit to even in the time of hardship, great hardship like never before, we are still going to be testifying to all that God is to a world that is still going to need hope. We are still, in spite of our our being uh, martyred, we are still going to bring torment to the children of Israel and to the world we are going to bring hope to those that Christ is still trying to reach. During the last three and a half years, there will be a great 
uh, harvest. There will be a great, through our, you know, we love not our soul lives unto the death. People will see that. They'll see our courage. They'll see our faith in God in spite of, uh, you know, being uh, sentenced to death. They will see our great courage. They will see the power of Almighty God in us. It will give them hope. And this is what we still, even in, even at the time of trial, like Christ, at the night of Passover, at the night of His temptation, still, there were those that were there watching, that they knew He was going to be crucified, but they did believe that He was going to be raised. It was a hard concept because it had never from the dead. It was a hard concept. They'd never heard of such a thing, but even. Rome, Pilate, the soldiers, all these people in Rome, the government, they wanted to make sure that he didn't raise from the dead. That's why they put a stone in front of the tomb. They were hoping that he wouldn't raise from the dead, but they weren't sure. Well, the thing is this, when you see miracle upon miracle upon miracle upon miracle during Christ's three, three plus years with the disciples, there was something, if he could stop, if he could calm the sea, if he could stop the wind, well, now they're thinking, well, there's a possibility that he can raise from the dead. And they didn't like that thought. And the disciples, they were thinking, well, we hope he will raise from the dead. But even they weren't buying it to a degree. Some of the women were. Some of the women, they were full of faith, like Mary Magdalene. During the, the Great Tribulation, we still, as a body of Christ, as Christ went to the cross, we have our cross to bear also. The testimony, uh, you know, uh, we overcome him, the adversary, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, we love not our soul lives unto death. I know that you have never been presented with this kind of information before. Well, I, uh, for years and years, 20, 30 years, well, 20 years, 30 years, I've known this. But sometimes you have to wait for the right time because you want to sow when the ground is right. When, when the soil, the temperature of the soil is, is ready. This is when you begin to sow important doctrine, important insight. And I feel that now, today, because I'm watching what's happening, I feel this is the time to begin to present to this audience the truth about the Revelation chapter 11. Antichrist will go to war with the evangelical Christians in this country, with the Catholics, with the Lutherans, with every believer. In his kingdom, he will not allow anything that anybody that is a representative of Jesus Christ, of Yeshua HaMashiach, he, uh, of uh, uh, Jesus Christo. No, he cannot in his kingdom allow any believer to live. And the great martyrdom will take place. But three and a half years later, at the end of the tribulation, when it is over, Seven years of tribulation are over. 
when the last three and a half years of great tribulation is ended, then it says that as we go into the next 30 days following, these Christians that are, are basically hidden Christians, and during that time, that three and a half years, that period of time is called nighttime. That is nighttime. We work while it is day, because nighttime comes when we can do no work. And the only way we will work is through martyrdom. We don't do any work. But there will be still many, many, many in this country that will meet Christ. Many. And then it says that after the tribulation of those days, then you'll see the sign of the coming of the Son of Man. One of the first big signs is in the first 30 days after the tribulation, there will be the resurrection. There will be resurrection, the first resurrection of all of the born-again children to the judgment seat of Christ. And Daniel the prophet and all the Old Testament saints, they also will be raised. So, this gives you kind of an idea. And the godly people will be brought before Christ and judged at that judgment seat. The next judgment will take place a thousand years later at the great white throne. But Daniel was told to sleep until the end of the age, to the time of Messiah, and at that time he would be raised. We're getting ready. We're, we are moving into that period of time. We are already in the time called the time of sorrows, of birth pains. We're in this season. And in this time, in the next 30 minutes, I'll give you just a quick overview of what is going to happen initially in the time in which we're in. We're already experiencing, but I'll give you, I'll be more detailed. Rick Rodriguez, The Olive Tree Ministry. The podcast, 1360KHNC.com. We'll be right back for the last half hour. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Tactical Civics is a private member organization with a mission to glorify Jesus Christ and organize we the people to enforce the U.S. Constitution. From public school districts to Congress to the U.S. federal courts, those who are supposed to serve the American people now rule us. Tactical Civics focuses on training us to fight back. America needs you. Visit tacticalcivics.com. Again, tacticalcivics.com. 1360KHMC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Reasons to own gold. 
brought to you by the Patriot Training Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to empshield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walks. Oh, when he walks. When Jesus walks. Wash my sins away. Okay, we're going to finish out with the last 30 minutes of today's program. The uh, Christ said, or, or in the Old Testament, Amos said that God would do nothing until he reveals to his prophets, his servants, the things that are going to happen. Well, here's what's going to happen. We're at the beginning of the last decade. Matthew chapter 24, it talks about, actually Matthew 24 is the insight into the last decade before Christ's return. And the verse 3, Matthew 24, 3, the Lord says that the, uh, the Lord was sitting in the Mount of Olives and the disciples came alone and they asked us tell us when will these things happen what we what will be the sign that is let's see what will be the sign that is that it is time for these things to happen meaning the temple will be destroyed which was destroyed in AD 70 but then they say what is the sign of the time that you are to come again your coming your return and for the age to end, the end of the age, which is now. So concerning the time in which we're in, he said, don't be deceived, don't be misled. Many have been deceived, many have been misled. That is why misled, because we are in the great time of the apostasy. 
Many are going to come in my name saying, I am the Christ, Messiah. They will fool and deceive many people. Then verse 6, he says, you're going to hear about wars, stories of wars that are coming, rumors, reports of wars. Don't be afraid. These things have to happen. They will happen. They must happen before the end comes. But it is not yet the end. Nation will fight against nation. Kingdom will fight against kingdom. So there'll be civil war. There'll be war against the nations. There will also be a war against races, against races, uh, ethnos against ethnos in the book of Luke. There will be times where there is no food. There, there will be famines. There will be earthquakes. There will be and many earthquakes in many places. These things are the first pains, the birth pains. When something is about to be born, something that is about to develop and begin to happen, this is a time of birth pains. It is a time of sorrow. That is verse 8. Now, up to verse 8, this is talking about the time, the period before the tribulation. I'm talking, I believe, to those that know prophecy. There will be a seven-year tribulation. And before that tribulation, you're going to have what I just read to you, <clears throat> the beginning of famines. You're going to have beginning of... The earthquakes that you have seen to this time are going to increase. But there's going to be famine. There are going to be hardships. <coughs> Pardon me. This is the period of time that we are in right now. Birth pains. Now, two major events. He's speaking about wars and rumors of wars. Well, there are rumors of Armageddon. There are rumors of wars in the future. But two wars that will take place in the time in which we are in before the tribulation, if I'm correct, will be Psalm 83, where the nations around Israel and the terrorist groups will attack Israel. Israel will, in that battle, will take out all of the terrorist groups, whatever they're named, Hezbollah, Hamas, ISIS, ISIL, whatever. Israel is going to do a house cleaning along her borders, north, east, south, and to the west. Starting in the west, the Gaza Strip, all of the terrorists will be, all the terrorism will be taken care of. To the east, there's going to be war in Saudi Arabia. In a little bit to the west and north, in the present-day Jordan, nation of Jordan, Amman, Jordan, there's going to be war there. Israel will go in, and Israel is going to acquire all of present-day Jordan as an inheritance. Israel is going to more than double her land mass. Then to the north, Syria and the groups in Syria, the, the, 
the the center of operations is Damascus. And I think it's Isaiah 17. Damascus, one of the oldest cities in the world, in the earth, in time, is going to be completely destroyed. And there's going to be fire fall upon the palaces of Hadad, Ben-Hadad. And the God that they worship in these palaces is the God of fire. And it will be fire that will destroy them. In Lebanon, Lebanon, the terrorist groups will be eliminated. Israel, her whole boundaries all the way around is going to be secure, will be secure. This is Psalm 83. This will take place in this time of sorrows that we're in before the tribulation. Shortly after Israel secures her borders, it may not be a year, it may be months. There's a second war that is going to take place. It's a Gog and Magog war. Ezekiel 38 and 39. Russia with her allies, Persia, Iran, Syria, I mean, uh, Turkey. I think even maybe forces out of Ukraine, Libya to the south, North Africa, and Ethiopia. They, these nations are going to be companions. They're going to be comrades in a campaign to invade Israel and destroy and take over the land of Israel and to imprison all of the Jewish people. Russia's plan is to total, basically, uh, occupation of Israel. Well, the battle that's going to be fought, or the location where the battle will be fought in the Gog-Magog War, will not be on the present land of Israel, which would be west of the Jordan River. The battle will take place east of the Jordan River in present-day Jordan. Israel will own that land, will occupy that land, and Russia... Iran, all these nations will come to that area and that is where the big big destruction, where the hand of God will destroy all of these big armies. And in that process, as they come, all these nations that come, they have to come bearing gifts. Just like when Christ was born, you had uh, magi that came bearing gifts. They brought gifts to, to Christ. Well, Russia, all these nations, what they're going to bring is they're going to bring weapons that will be used for Israel's industry for the following seven years. They have to come. They can't come empty-handed. They have to bring every single kind of weapon. I think they're going to be nuclear. I don't know what else they're going to bring. But in Israel, is after the Gog-Magog war, Israel is going to be despised even more so than she's despised now by the nations. And 
in Jordan, that is the land of Petra. In a sense, that will be to some degree different. It will be a, a different kind of situation. You'll have Israel with the Knesset there west of the Jordan, and then you're going to have Petra. And there are going to be many Jewish peoples. That's going to be a place for Jewish people from all over the world when the great persecution of the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob begins. There's not going to be enough room in present-day Israel, and maybe Israel will just not allow the people that are going to migrate internationally, that is going to be where they're going to migrate to. It says that the war will take place outside in the out in the country the battle will not interfere with Amman Jordan as a, a city or the other cities the cities are going to be kept intact the battle will be fought in the country and there in the country is where they will be destroyed and after that battle is finished then it says that According to the laws of Moses concerning death, there will be Levites in that principle that will go all through that land. And the, the land of Israel itself is a, a land is not going to be polluted with the, the death of all, the bodies of all these invaders. That will take place east of the Jordan River in present-day Jordan. It says that there will be a cleansing of the land from all the death. People that are moving through that area, going through that area, whatever they're doing, and they find uh, bones, they are to let the authorities know. And the rituals that needed to, to uh, take place to cleanse that land of the blood of that individual that died, they will go in for seven months and clean the land up, land up. And anybody that finds a carcass, they are to put a stake. And then the Levites and the priesthood will come and sanctify that land. But they're going to be going through the land for seven months to cleanse that land. And uh, the weapons are going to fuel the economy for seven years. So now let's say seven years, okay? Well, we know that Israel is going to be in a hardship for seven years from the time that the Antichrist signs an agreement with Israel. There's going to be a hardship there. And it says that concerning that land of Petra or Jordan, Antichrist is not allowed to invade that land through that seven-year period of time. He has to leave all the Jewish people in that land, he has to leave them alone. He cannot attack them. At the end of the seven years, then he will bring his forces and his armies to go into southern, the southern Jordan area to destroy the Jewish people that have been hiding, from uh, uh, that have been hidden out of his reach. Then Antichrist will go to kill those that have been hidden, out of his reach to destroy them in an area called Basra. And this is where Christ will begin 
a campaign against Antichrist and his armies. And he will begin a destruction of these armies. But for seven years, they burn the, the weapons. They use the metal. Whatever comes with these armies, Israel is going to be stockpiled for the seven-year hardship. But she'll be protected there. There's going to be food. There's going to be who knows what all is coming when these armies come down to invade. These two, these two wars, Psalm 83, Ezekiel 38 39, take place in the time of sorrows, which is the time that we're in. Then after that, then there will be an agreement with the children of Israel and the coming Antichrist. That agreement, on the day that it is signed, I suspect it's going to be signed in Israel. It may may not have to be. It just has to be signed. has to be confirmed. And when it's confirmed, it may not have to be signed again in Israel. It just has to be confirmed. Then the seven years of tribulation begins, and we Christians that are prophetic, we are to look for that to be signed. It will be signed in Jerusalem, I don't know if Antichrist actually has to come to Jerusalem to sign it. It could be an envoy. I don't know. I'd have to look at it more. But the day that it is signed, that is the first day of the tribulation. Again, from that day, each year will be 360 days. Each month will be 30 days. The day begins... At dusk, it ends at dusk. The new day begins at dusk. We prophets of the world will use Moses' calendar, Moses' clock, the hours, 24 hours starting at sundown, ending the next day at at beginning at sundown, ending at sundown. That's how we will keep track of the days following. We will not use any of the other calendars. We will use that calendar. All the prophetic people must use that calendar to be in step with the prophecies of the 70th week. Then to be in step with the prophecy about the following 30 days after the tribulation is over. To be in correct line with the 45 days that follow the 30 days. And then we won't use we won't use the it, nothing will begin on American time. Everything will begin on Israel time. Israel is you might say is going to be the international dateline for the prophetic people. And when that agreement is signed, we know that the tribulation has begun. And when that treaty is signed, we will know who the man of sin is, who will eventually become Antichrist. He won't be Antichrist until three and a half years into his reign. When he declares himself to be God in the temple in Jerusalem, then that day he becomes Antichrist. We Christians will notice, know him as Antichrist 
Israel will, in their terminology, he will be the abomination of desolation because he will have gone into their temple to dis, dis, uh, to uh, uh, pollute it. He'll be known as the abomination that makes desolate. The abomination that destroys all that he touches. We're going to finish out a few more minutes. Rick Rodriguez, we'll be right back. If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal Basic Income where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new P.E. Gun Show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PESHOWS.com. That's PESHOWS.com for more info. The new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050, extension 116, and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. Lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050. Extension 116. Well, we're at the end of today's program. And uh, podcasts again are on 1360hnc.com. To the podcast section at the bottom of the page. And then to the present truth for the weekday programs 
Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. I do host the Present Truth again Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. You can, uh, those pro- programs are archived and also for the Olive Tree program is also there on the website in the podcast section. I, uh, if we know, if we have a, a, a accurate roadmap of time and the events that will take place during time, then we have an advantage. The advantage we have is that we will have wisdom to make decisions that are not practical, but are the best decisions for ourselves individually. And uh, it helps break the bondage of the power and sway of the culture over our, our mind. If, like I told you, uh, I think it was the beginning of the second hour, if I were to receive $10 million today, I would seize up. I would have to begin to pray for wisdom like I have never had before because I am convinced we're in the last decade. I wouldn't, there's no way I would go out and plan to build a massive home of any kind because uh, it would be, in a sense, I wouldn't really enjoy it, to be honest with you, because if we're in the last decade, I'm thinking, well, it would be better for me to spend my time helping people realize that we're going to close out the age. We're at the end. So I would just have to pray for wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. We all need wisdom. Now with, let's say, with that amount of money, with the wisdom of God, I could use it in a very productive way, what that way is right now. I wouldn't know. That's just, an, just you know, an example. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't think so. But just as an example, we all need wisdom to make the right decisions. If we know these things are coming, If what I'm saying is accurate, we're going to see Israel in a campaign against her enemies. I think it may be early into next year. I think a year from now, I think that campaign will have been, will be over with. I think right after that campaign, when Israel secures her borders, this is when Russia and the other nations will come. And They have to come bringing gifts. They must stockpile Israel for the coming hardships. They must bring their stockpile to the area of present-day Jordan. And it will be, Jordan will be stockpiled. And then I think there's going to be a great, uh, the, the Jewish people throughout the nations are going to be relocated to the area of Jordan. And they're going to be kept and protected from Antichrist and from the flood that's going to come out of the mouth of the dragon in Revelation chapter 12. There's going to be a flood coming out to destroy the Jewish people, the elect people of God. And they are going to be carried into an area of the wilderness, which is present-day Jordan. The Revelation chapter 12 
is not talking about Christians being carried anywhere. It is the Jewish people that are going to be protected. We Christians, we have 